This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're so glad that you guys are with us today. This week, we are going to be focusing on the four things that will make your devotional life amazing. So, did you find that developing a consistent devotional life was one of the greatest challenges and one of the things that made you feel the most guilty in your Christian life? Absolutely. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so our we hope not to drive you like cattle through this. We hope to lead you like sheep as we talk about this. But and you know, if the Holy Spirit wants to do something, we're just going to let him convict you right now That's right. in the name of Jesus. We're just kidding. We, we hope to empower you this week yeah. that you can have an amazing devotional life. Absolutely. So we want to start with an ALC recommends before we go any farther. And these are two devotionals. One was extremely impactful for me um, and taught me to love devotions. And so I'll share a little bit about that. And then Pastor Ben has one as well. So for me, the most impactful devotion, pre-written devotion that taught me to love the word and to really enjoy my time with God was My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. Um, it was great because if you needed it to be a five-minute devotion, because let's be honest, when mm-hmm. you're a, an average working person, sometimes you, the five minutes is better than not doing it. Yeah. Um, so it, it was the best five-minute devotion, but it could turn into an hour if mm-hmm. you really wanted to break right. it apart and do everything. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of discussed that that might be a little bit of my church raising showing. Yeah. And that Oswald Chambers kind of spoke to that. So if you find yourself in that situation. Um, I would encourage you to try this. It's a it's a year long devotional. You know they have one for every single day, um, and it it was worth it. It taught me to love scripture. Yeah, we kind of found that uh, the church raised my utmost for its highest helps them to take their tradition and turn it into a real a reality yes. in their lives. Yes, the, the, to to bring substance to their tradition. Absolutely. And then the other one we would recommend is the book. God Calling that has been redone in recent years and called Jesus Calling, mm-hmm. um, and both are good. And that uh, probably was the most impactful devotional I've ever read, mm. um, and it was the game changer in my life as someone who was not church-raised. Yeah. So uh, you might try both of those, and, and we just wanted to recommend them. Absolutely. So today, since we're kind of talking about this up front, the one of the four things that will make your devotional life amazing get this, reading your Bible. (laughs) Can you imagine that that would be an important part? It is an important part. Yeah. So the whole point of devotions is that we are spending time with God and we want to interact with the Holy Spirit. We want to interact with Jesus as our Savior and we want to interact with God as our Father. And so um, when you look at that, if you read in John chapter one, this has been one of my favorite passages because it kind of sounds like like, you know, the there's a boxer coming. They turn the lights down. They have this super low note playing mm-hmm. on the synth. Yeah. And then this guy gets up there and makes this big announcement. In the beginning was the word. <laughs> <laughs> and they get going. So I've always kind of heard it that way in my head. Uh, but it does say in John 1, verses 1 through 5, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So, simply put, we should be spending time with the Word. I had an illustration come to me while you were talking. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's go. Have you ever found yourself where you're in a relationship with someone that you love deeply, you're committed to, but because you're busy and they're talking and they're saying very meaningful words, but because you're busy and you need to go move and shake some things, you're giving their words half your attention and then it reduces to a quarter of your attention And then before you know it, their words have turned into wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Charlie, the Charlie Brown effect. <laughs> have you ever, has that ever happened to you? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Uh, and that, so, so really what we're trying to encourage is God's word is really, he's expressing his heart mm-hmm. through his word. So we, tr- we want to try to develop habits that... So to prevent the wah 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 mm-hmm. effect, and we give our but we give some of our time that gives full attention to it, right? That's right. Full attention to the expression of his heart through his word. Yes, that's what we're going for. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so when we do that, when we finally get to the point where we realize um, we better be reading our Bibles, because that when it comes down to it, um, Pastor Larry talks about this, mm-hmm. uh, and he's speaking to us as pastors. He yeah. said, you face it, the majority of your church is not reading their Bible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not to condemn you. Remember, we're not driving the cattle on this on this podcast. But if you were to introspectively think, um, you know, how much time are you spending in the Word? Uh, for some people, it might not be very much time. Right. Uh, and so you have to come to the realization that if I am going to succeed in this life and I'm going to stay close to God, I have to be reading his word. Mm-hmm. Um, have to. When you can get to that realization, then you can do the application. And we've talked about this a little bit of the the two purposes of scripture reading in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the logos, which is the general word of God. It's what we read when it's written. It has a lot of wisdom in it. Mm-hmm. There is faith involved in it, um, but it's teaching us principles and characteristics of yeah. God. Um, and that's good. We we need that. But the most impactful for me personally would be the rhema, which is the living word of God. Yeah. Um, that's when a passage that I've read a hundred times all of a sudden jumps off the page and has immense meaning. Um, ben and I were talking about... Uh, reading Leviticus this last year yeah, and the Bible reading plan. Just mm-hmm. share that, what, what came yeah, alive so, to you. So Leviticus has never come alive to me. It's it's always been a chore. It's mm-hmm. every Bible student's chore. It's it's a, it's like the dreaded book of the Bible. There, honestly, there's a lot of people who start a Bible in a year plan and they get to Leviticus and it and ends they the plan. <laughs> because, <laughs> that's it. And if no that's more. you, just skip it. Just that's move right. on. You know. But this year, it came alive. Mm. And the reason it came alive was... Uh, the revelation of uh, the, the specific Bible plan we were reading pointed out something I'd never seen. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of Leviticus, because of their sin, they could not come into the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Then you read the long rules of Leviticus, and they are <laughs> eternally long. And if and you keep reading, then you'll get to read them again in it, Deuteronomy. It, it really is, and you're getting bogged down. But at the end of Leviticus... 
they are now back in the presence of God drawing mm. near. They're, they're right in the center of God's presence again. So then the book of Leviticus is God saying their sin is so horrendous that my presence cannot be near them. Mm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give them a pathway yeah. back to the presence of God. Yeah. And that pathway is multiple layers of forgiveness yeah. and new beginnings. Yeah. So part of the reason I wanted to share that is when we are separated from the word, we get into weird stuff. Yes. We, we, all of us, we get into weird stuff um, and we go in strange directions. And sometimes the things that we're doing are not inherently bad. Right. But they are things that we should not be doing. Yeah. Um, and so when we are dedicated to the word and reading it, getting the logos, getting the rhema, it changes the trajectory of our life. Yeah. Um, and really helps us. One way to think about Logos and Rhema that has really helped me is think of it, Logos is the general word. The more of the general word of God that I get in me, the Holy Spirit then in different times in my yes. life can turn any yes. one of those words into a specific word yeah. that brings power for the moment. Yeah. What's a... Uh, what's a scripture maybe that you read that was a general word of God first that then became a rhema for you. Yeah. So, uh, so then for me, I was, I was quoting it this morning, second Corinthians three, five and six. That's been a general word mm -hmm. for me. It's not that we are adequate within ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'd read that cause I'd read through the Bible multiple times in a year, mm -hmm. but there came a point in my life when the Holy spirit mm -hmm. said, memorize that mm. and and speak it to yourself. Mm. And there was a time in my life when I was having such deep feelings of inadequacy mm. that I had to quote it sometimes five times a day. Yeah. And so this general word became a rhema mm -hmm. that delivered me Mm -hmm. from feelings of inadequacy. Yeah. And let me tell you, if you want real deliverance, if you're having feelings of inadequacy to get delivered from feeling, ina that's deliverance right there. Absolutely. So there's a, there's a, a logos that become a rhema. Absolutely. Yeah. Similarly for me, uh, Romans 12 used to be just a general word of God. Yeah. Um, talking about how we're supposed to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So before that, you're like, oh, that's a good rule to live by. Mm -hmm. But then when a life circumstance comes along and the Holy Spirit says, hey, you're supposed to be applying that. Yeah. And this is how it works. Uh -huh. You know, God changed my personality. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds goofy to say, but uh -huh. God changed my personality through the application of this verse in my life. We have the blessing of, in this ministry, of seeing... I mean, I don't think it's an exaggeration to see, say, hundreds of people healed yeah, from COVID. Absolutely, that um, were were really in deep trouble, and the methodology is the Holy Spirit gave me Numbers twenty one mm -hmm. verses four through nine as the rhema. Now that's just a general story, mm -hmm. but the Holy Spirit gave it to me as a rhema. Mm that was going to produce the healing. Yeah. What's really interesting is I've had phone calls from other national pastors that said, how are you seeing these healings? Because we're not. Mm -hmm. Well, the issue is I had a rhema. Mm -hmm. what, get, what produced the faith yeah. for the healings was the rhema. That's good. Numbers 21 through 4 through 9. So I would say when I'd get these prayer requests, I'd say the Lord is going to heal them according to Numbers 21, 4 through 9. 
and that would that there's the raiment it releases the power awesome and that's where the healing came from so the purpose of today i don't know if you guys can tell or not we're excited about scripture yeah we, we get excited about what the lord is saying through scripture what we are trying to communicate to you is that for your devotional life to become amazing is getting the word you might not like it as much at first but the lord will teach you to love it mm-hmm. and it will change your life yes thank you for joining us today At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.